This is Creators in Vietnam with Tuesi and Moni. We aim to inspire you on your journey by interviewing creative entrepreneurs across Vietnam who make a positive impact on their community and their own lives. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of Creators in Vietnam. This time it's just the team, so me, Tuesi, and Moni. How are you, Moni? Hey, everybody. I'm right. good. good. I'm good. Excited. Yeah. Yes. So much energy in the air. <laughs> 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 All right, let's lift up the spirit right here. Um, so this is a special episode because it's going to be, um, I guess, a mid-year review. We have a few announcements. So let's start with this, actually. So this is going to be a special episode because we're going to be announcing that actually Creators in Vietnam is going on a break. On top of going on a break, when it's going to come back, we might not have money anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So before we wanted to announce the break and explain a little bit of what's going to happen during the break, we wanted to start this episode with, you know, reviewing all those episodes since Moni have joined, Uh, you know, say how grateful we are to all our audience And then after this, we wanted to talk a little bit about our own personal life and how we're both going into some type of transitions and because we're both going back to, you know, countries that are very important to our heart. And so we wanted to talk about the emotional baggage that it's going to come with. And that's also one of the reasons why we're taking a break, obviously. And then just a a little chit chat about like, you know, where we are in life right now. (laughs) (laughs) So you ready, Moni? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. All right, so let's start with um, send some uh, some beautiful gratefulness to um, our dear audience and our dear guests. <laughs> yes, I'm grateful for the podcast in general and mm. in what it brought to me. I loved every interview that we had with our guests, mm. and my challenge is not to pick one. For me, it's really hard to pick one episode yeah. that really um, made a change for me. For me, all of them gave a little bit of insights into how life it is, the emotional challenges of navigating life, mm-hmm. whether it's as an actress, whether as a creator, whether as a yeah, entrepreneur, or someone that is creating a good social impact. Yeah, exactly. Or that is trying as best as they can. <laughs> <laughs> Just good human in Vietnam. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I think I, I follow you on that. Yeah, and all of that helped me think of, for example, the latest episode we had with Soline about women empowerment. Mm-hmm. It helped me think of my situation as a woman even how privileged I am mm-hmm. as an overseas woman not living in Vietnam. Yeah. Or other episodes where people really shared their deepest emotional trauma, yeah. like Denise with her childhood abuse yeah. or Connor yeah. with his depression that he announced on social media. Yeah. And also having guests who for me, show more their courage to create. For example, Neil from 7 Million Bikes, mm-hmm. his courage to be a stand-up comedian and yeah. stand in front of the crowd telling jokes. Or Ricardo for, from Genderfunk, his mm-hmm. courage to, to express himself very authentically mm-hmm. regardless of all the trauma that he'd been through yeah. as a gay person. 
definitely some good lessons that I've learned from a lot of the guests talking about Ricardo, like, you know, saying that your trauma doesn't belong to you at the end of the day. And like, you know, it's your duty to, to let go of it. It's, yeah. it, it belongs to like, it, it was never yours to begin with. It was very powerful sentence. But the same way, like, you know, I think some of the things that we've practiced a lot doing a podcast was to, to practice compassion, like, you know, to really listen to people. I'm usually not a very good listener and I'm really practicing yeah. listening to people's story. So that was really something enjoyable. You know, when Denise came, both of them actually, <laughs> Denise Enquist <laughs> and Denise Trung, they, uh, they laid on the table their story. Denise Trung was, you know, it was the first time that she was talking about all of this. It, uh, about her childhood abuse. It's her childhood abuse. Yeah. And uh, it was very difficult for me not to want to reach out and, and, and give her a hug. And even after <laughs> the interview, you know, I want to reach out again and give her a hug because those type of stories or the, the courage or the vulnerability that someone display especially for the first time is not something that i wanted to take it just for the episode it's something that we take for life like you know those type of stories and yeah. it's really important to show the good amount of love and respect and compassion that comes with it <laughs> yes and for me also it was a lot of learning about vulnerability <laughs> um, yeah. because seeing how other people go through challenges in their personal life helped me also be part of sort of a community mm -hmm. because we all could have our own business, our own personal projects. And on the outside, on social media, it all looks very pink and perfect and mm -hmm. everybody sees how good you are doing. But in reality, behind the scene, all of us has our own demons let's say yeah, yeah. our own trauma our own emotional challenges that we have to deal with mm -hmm. and for me seeing that side of the human in front of me gave me so much more fulfillment gave me so much more encouragement for my own journey mm -hmm. than seeing someone's success only of course success is important but what led to success for me that's the most important yeah. lesson to learn about yeah. another human being yeah and i guess like you know like I'm, i enjoy and I'm, I'm super grateful um to have created this type of interviews where we allow this space for people to be vulnerable because i think like you know one of the subtle thing the intention that i had behind every single interview is to discover the truth that you know everybody kind of know it's like to succeed, you have to fail. To like, you know, to be strong, you have to know your weaknesses. Or you mm -hmm. to to be happy, you have to cry. And you know, us building those type of vulnerable interview was for me to find to crack the code. And even though I knew it was there, it was beautiful to see all those people, uh, you know, playing the game with us to be. And and some of them was the first time they would allow themselves to be so vulnerable, and it was so such a fantastic <laughs> little. You know something so it, it, it was great even neil neil that is conducting interviews and it, it was in no in no say like you know a more vulnerable interview he wasn't talking about traumas or anything but just going through the motion of being asked questions and being able to talk about yourself i remember him putting the down the mic and go like oh i've never been interviewed before <laughs> <laughs> and then like every time we had um a guest that's you know jk or, or others that put down the mic and went like I've never been asked questions like this in interviews. It made me feel so hurt. 
heard, yeah, heard. <laughs> so, no, so satisfied in a way that, yeah, this is the purpose of this podcast. Is like we want to ask different questions, not to get like, you know, just to just so people exist in front of us, like, you know. Yeah, because way. if I want to get inspired by people's successes and businesses, yeah. then I go on social media, go online, <laughs> read about their story. And yeah. and yes, I get inspired. But for me, yeah. the podcast was the mean to really get behind the scene. I want to see your struggles <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the pain that went into uh-huh. to be who you are now. Yeah. Because over time, I realized that the more challenges someone faced, mm-hmm the more evolved their character is. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have to learn from the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't yeah. learn from the lesson, of course, you're not going to evolve as a yeah. human being. But the guests so far we had, they all learned through the challenges. Even like when remembering Denise, uh, when she talked about her childhood abuse experience, uh-huh. or Kitty from Tutu, who talked about her childhood abuse uh again yeah mika too mika with her like you know like her upbringing and like her, pa- her father alcoholic and all those things different type of traumas <laughs> but go yeah. ahead with the denise and Tete in, i mean in- all of the, those traumas yeah. whether it's abuse or something else they all make us connect to mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. on a more deeper level because to process that trauma you have to regain that confidence Mm -hmm. that you lost through the trauma and that process is it's painful (laughs) yeah yeah, it's painful depending on how intense you practice it it's long (laughs) and then it's something that you think you should be doing alone when you shouldn't i mean it's something that you have to do within yourself but you don't have to be alone exactly In, in times of need there is always the type of support and do know that you can talk to the people with the right ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, by also having these open conversations, we also want to encourage others to have similar conversations, not mm-hmm. only in a podcast and mm-hmm. in on an interview, but also with your surrounding, with your friends and family. And sometimes be you a podcast host of your own life, mm-hmm. asking your friends, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And really understand how what they are going through how they view life Mm -hmm. and through all of those experiences become a better version of ourselves but we also help others in the process yep 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 yep. so all in all we're super grateful for the uh how many episodes we had with you 2021 2021 not counting our team episodes yeah, then around 17. 17, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good, 17 episodes, Moni. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, the overall, lot. the total of the uh, the podcast is 70. I did 40 episodes. 40, 50, 17. That's amazing. Years. No, that's great. I mean, it's it's amazing. So, let's talk about the experience for you from, like, not knowing anything about a podcast to today <laughs> you've grown within the podcast and then you're about to stop at least this one so tell us tell us how was this experience careers in vietnam it was a very interesting and interesting ride for me because i never created 
anything in this format. So for me, podcasting is something was completely new. I know that I love listening to podcasts, but I didn't know that if I would be a good uh, podcast co-host. So for me, it was a lot of learning how to listen and ask questions in a public space. Mm. I mean, we are not recording live, but still, there is a certain amount of pressure that I felt at the beginning to to make the right comment, to ask the right question. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it all boiled down your listening skill. Yeah. And at the beginning, I worried so much about saying the right thing. And it's even visible, I feel, sometimes in the mm-hmm. episode. And later on, I learned how to let go all of that. So basically letting go of your ego of (laughs) sounding good (laughs) on a platform, but rather focus on the other person, Mm. the person we interview in the podcast, rather than on myself, to actually make an authentic conversation. So that was one of the biggest learning for me. And this kind of conversation is not valuable only in a podcast but also valuable in other parts of my life as a coach as a friend as a family member Mm -hmm. so this is something i can always take with me Mm -hmm. and um it was also for me was amazing way to connect with people i'm interested about Mm -hmm. (laughs) so for the listeners if you feel like you want to expand your network in a certain topic I believe podcasting is one of the best way to do that. And at that moment in my life, when I joined the podcast, I really wanted to connect with creative entrepreneurs because I somehow felt drawn to that world, Mm -hmm. drawn to the world where people are being their own boss, where people making an impact and really make something that is from their heart. And that was my main reason for joining the podcast. And... In that time together with Tracy, the people really I connected with, they enriched me in so many different ways. They opened my perspective about uh, women empowerment, about sexual abuses in the past Mm -hmm. that I could also relate to my own experience or different areas that I never explored, but somehow I can even play around with the idea, for example, JK or Neil from 7 Million Bikes with their stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I loved the experience yeah. with creators in Vietnam. And of course, there's a lot of work behind the scene, guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interviewing people is the best part. It's the best part, definitely. But And all the rest, editing the episodes... Yeah. Uh, keeping contact with our guests, Mm -hmm. (laughs) making the social media announcements, all Mm -hmm. that work is, is a lot. Yeah. And there are people out there who, other podcasters out there who have a support in that, Mm -hmm. but we did most of the work by ourselves. Yeah. Just recently, we started having help. (laughs) (laughs) Only recently. Only recently. Yes, yeah. when it was a learning, I learned how to edit a transcript. Mm-hmm. I learned how to promote a podcast episode. So yeah. all in all, there are more pros and cons. But if you really hate editing, 
well, you need to uh, <laughs> reconsider yeah. podcast as an option. <laughs> yeah, and and we had it easy because we're using an app that everybody uses is Descript, and that only is in English. So you know, like it's <laughs> if it was in a different language, you would be doing the editing right on Audacity on other type of apps. So oh, it's, yeah. We're, we're we're pretty lucky that we had we have new technology for this. Just recently, we had staff, and like if it's gonna continue, we're probably gonna. I I will always outsource the editing at this point because I do not have the time to do this. I totally understand for you because it's been a, two years now where I'm like, I love doing the interview. I love a little bit of the edits, but as soon as I'm done, I'm done. Like I, everything else is. Oh my god, I have to write that excerpt. Oh, I, yeah. I'm limiting belief right now i'm horrible at copy <laughs> i it just takes me so long to like trying to synthesize the whole meaning in one sentence and i feel so judged still and i'm like oh my god like this is a good sentence does it have impact and i have to start overthinking about this so usually i would come to the end of the edit and then take like another day to do the rest because it was so tiring so yeah. i'm uh finding solutions for this still also, I, 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 to go back to, to you, just to add on to that, I, I, I totally agree with, with connecting with people. I think, again, we've, we've mentioned this a lot where it's like it wasn't monetized and it's still not monetized because we were okay with the type of connections that we were making. Yeah. And uh, on top of this now, what I would add is I'm not afraid because I do have a podcast that has some type of audience to connect with the people that I'm interested in. You know, and it gives me direct access to some people that I would have never gone and asked. And also it humbled me. Like some of the, the best episodes, like Soline, for example, it, it it's so humbling because it's talking about topics that I have no clue about. Or I have like very, very general ideas of. And so it's it's humbling to be a student again and to learn and to listen. So I'm yeah. I'm always I'm always so happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, Tracy. Yeah, I think you summarize it. Yeah, very well. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, so, except the hard work of editing and things like this, what are some of the other tips that you would have, or the other warning that you would have for people that want to start a podcast? Um, I think you have to certainly take it somehow seriously. If you want to use podcasts as a mean for your own business or mm -hmm. as a mean for your own personal development, like it's sort of like a habit as yeah. well to practice. Like you fixate on okay, one once a week you mm -hmm. you push publish a episode and you do it consistently. Mm -hmm. Because if you are not consistent, like we at some point, yeah. then uh, yeah, then the practice gonna fall off. Yeah. But here in this podcast, it's the two of us. So we keep each other accountable. Mm -hmm. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. But if you're alone, um, you need to find someone who keep you accountable or be at the system where you are really consistent yeah. with your work. Because it's also learning. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I had Tracy who showed me the beginning how to set things up and do the work. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have anyone and you to juggle alone, yeah. then it can take time until you get used to the whole process. Yeah, yeah. And podcast, I find it's a really good way to promote yourself, 
and your business. I mean, in creators in Vietnam, we didn't promote our business because we just don't have like a fixed, specific, mm-hmm. established business attached to creators in Vietnam. Yeah. But we could still kind of showcase ourselves mm-hmm. as human beings, Definitely. whether it's a coach or in other aspects of our life. So if you are a coach or an entrepreneur, I think it's a very good way to somehow give back to the community, like giving back through very insightful content mm-hmm. that you would be hard, let's say, to share through a blog or through other means. Yeah, because it's podcasting doesn't have a face. I mean, you can. You can, yeah. The advanced ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I feel it gives like a more personal touch to you. Uh, yeah. Than a like a written written article. Yeah. I I still want to do videos, but I'm I I'm enjoying so much not having my face displayed on on any type of media. That is, it's still it's still very good for me. Just the voice. Definitely a podcast. Just voice podcast has something more comfortable for people. Yeah. There is less of the gaze and the judgment that happens, and it's just purely voice. So it's just a discussion, really. I, I highly recommend for people to try it. Yeah, I, uh, me know. too. And then, like, to go back to the consistency, you know, like there is two ways to to look at it, or there is multiple ways to look at this. But usually, when we're not consistent about something, it's because there is a lingering, deeper problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. like, I think we've been good at you know throughout, at, especially at the beginning of this year, to remind each other when we were dropping off the rhythm to go like, okay, maybe it's time for us to sit down and to, I think we had three reviews, <laughs> <laughs> three coffee chats where it's like, okay, where are you at in life? And it was very important for both of us to consistently remind ourselves is we've, you know, given this, this intention to release one episode per week on Monday and we're trying our best at this. But if it's going to impact negatively our life, because we're now having priorities or starting to have priorities that are different than the podcast, then we should refocus on those priorities. And I think we've done yeah. a really good job since the beginning of this year to have those sit down and be like, don't put yourself any type of pressure <laughs> on this podcast because once it's not monetized and we do not owe anything to the audience, but truthful, authentic conversation for people of people that we are interested in, yeah. you know? And I think I <laughs> I had to remind myself of that. And then if we still can stick with the rhythm, then I think what we did is we went to look for solutions. Like, you know, okay, I, we don't like the edit. We cut, we cut down on the social media. We went for an editor and things like this. And I think now it came to the time where, okay, well, no, we're definitely on a transition in life. So <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trace is a very good way to lead into, <laughs> lead the audience into the topic of why we are taking a break. Yes. <laughs> because it's true what Tracy is mentioning, that when we actually were lagging, mm-hmm. and I think anyone can relate to that, like when we really want to do something, but somehow we just don't do it, uh, it could be the difficulty of the task but often after if you've done it for let's say for months mm-hmm. it's something more it's than the challenge of the task yeah. <laughs> the challenge of the task is just an excuse like mm. why you are not doing it yeah. but in reality something about your priority is shifting mm-hmm. that's why you feel like the project becomes slowly oh. a burden yeah. yeah yeah and 
over time we we addressed this priority and my priority ship was not big enough mm-hmm. to actually skip the uh, podcast entirely entirely <laughs> uh, but now over the month i felt like my priorities has been shifting so much mm-hmm. that i couldn't make space yeah for the podcast yeah so Tracy can you share a little bit <laughs> in terms of what kind of priority challenges we had at the beginning i just want to give some examples of what kind of challenges we had when we had those coffee conversations the, um, how can i how can i express that emotion without the word pleasure um let's use the word enjoyable we wanted to keep focus on the task that we found the most enjoyable yeah because for it i for the, i think the first talk that we had was back in january or december or something like this where it was like okay we we don't want the podcast to slowly become a burden as you said it's very well well said so let's keep the things that we find enjoyable and i remember us cutting down on social media yeah cutting down on posting on different groups and or, or just cutting down our social media reach first because i was cutting off on social media i i'm actually very much out of social media which is one of the goal that i had for this year and so we made that decision and we tried this out and then we fixed the schedule to be done uh every monday yeah and then i think what happened next if i'm not wrong is you went on couple of vacation <laughs> and then things started happening for you so this is more <laughs> so for you to talk <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Now the mic is back to me. <laughs> <laughs> It was like towards like that or something like this, I think. Yeah. So one of the shifts I had, uh, maybe it's very personal. Mm-hmm. So I got the boyfriend. I <laughs> uh, say that with more joy, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the boyfriend. Yay. I fell in love. <laughs> yeah. And it cr- I came like a whirlpool. Uh-huh. like a storm mm-hmm. and i don't know if if you experience the same anyone here who is listening who just entered into a relationship that suddenly your perfect schedule is gone mm. yeah <laughs> suddenly you have to make space for another human being in your life yeah like consistently yeah <laughs> and i had this perfect schedule i had my morning routine i knew what i'm gonna do during the day mm. how i'm gonna spend my weekend and i just having this amazing new person in my life i just started to you know be more flexible mm-hmm. but that flexibility also meant that i i had to learn how to navigate between yeah. the time for me and the time together with another person yeah. and for me it was a challenge Yeah. To keep a balance. Mhm. I mean now I have a balance. Yeah. So that one got fixed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um but then I also started to work more on my own business. Yeah. And I started as a coach, but I also want had the aspiration to become a content creator and I started to focus more on content creation, really finding my voice in writing and really provide articles any kind of writing that bring mm. value for my audience and really in the process of finding like who I really want to talk to yeah and in the process ideally I want to turn it into some sort of um online business yeah. I don't know what it is yet mm-hmm. 
but this process is taking up most of my attention and it's, normal, yeah. and yeah, it's like my own child mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i felt like the podcast is kind of competing with my own child <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's why i started to prioritize my own time with mm -hmm. writing yeah. um reading content for my for my own inspiration and yeah. connecting with others also in this online sphere that makes sense actually yeah. so to bounce back on this to help uh, like, or to continue the discussion on this is in february too i just before that i also wanted to start uh consulting a little bit more and so so before before that i feel like you know the podcast we just had a, a meeting and the podcast was supposed to be the focus still and we had the, that get nice intention nice rhythm and things like this and then like my entry back into business consulting went so fast and furious yeah um it was like going but it was going into a relationship the, the same <laughs> thing where it was like oh wow like i because just to give like a little bit of perspective for the audiences i was half retired for three years so i came to take care of myself with my my rehab period here with the drugs and everything and i decided to give myself time with covid and and up until the end of last year where i was like okay you know 2021 was been coaching so i've done my little course and everything like this and i was like oh, okay it's not gonna make us or it's not gonna cover my expenses and it's not gonna make me as comfortable as i want to be right now so how about i put coaching to the side right now and focus on my business consulting still through notion obviously and that was boom <laughs> <laughs> like boom in in february i made like five times more that i've that i've made in 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 coaching in one year and i was like okay well my intention now my attention is going to go into this same way that your attention was going to go into your copywriting and, and 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 those things and so i think that's where we had this i think the discussion was not to set up i think at that point the discussion on my side and i remember if i remember well was not to set anything in stone for the podcast but at least we had those discussion to warn each other okay we're gonna have our priorities seems to be shifting <laughs> i don't know what's gonna happen right now yeah and then i remember a couple of weeks after this or something like that so i was like okay i made a, a, a fair amount of budget i'm gonna go and hire an assistant and she's gonna do the editing of the episode because that's the only way i felt at that point that we can like still keep the podcast within our priorities and uh on my side at least and then what happened with you <laughs> <laughs> back to you Moni <laughs> yeah I don't know if it's uh, this end of COVID era mm -hmm. is starting to kick in I don't know if you feel that I feel like the pace is kind of picking up yeah since com COVID is not such a threat anymore yeah. And I also start to kind of go a bit retrospective about my own needs in terms of lifestyle, in terms of what I want to work on. Mm -hmm. And professionally, I'm still learning how to be fulfilled in my own career. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel fulfilled, but I always feel like it's a work in progress. Yeah. Um, I started as a coach. I, I'm still a coach, but at the same time, I want to be an online content creator. And at the same time, I also started to become a marketing consultant. Mm -hmm. And now having multiple roles, I feel 
more excited than just being a coach. But then since I took on multiple roles, (laughs) it also means that I have less time on like other things that I kind of like. For example, the podcast, because even though we love a lot of things, we have to make priorities on what we focus on. And also in my lifestyle, I've been in Vietnam for one and a half years and I love Vietnam. I love all the connections that it gave me and this comfort that somehow Saigon provides. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I'm so disconnected from nature and I always feel so happy when I am able to take a quick trip somewhere or just stand out of my door and go into a quiet place where mm-hmm. I can recharge. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I don't have that in Saigon. Yeah. And my purpose for, for coming to Saigon was really to explore myself and in terms of exploring ideas for my own professional life. Mm-hmm. But I feel that that purpose got fulfilled mm-hmm. in that one and a half year. I know how to move forward professionally. I got to know myself. I got to know what I want in life. And now I come to the phase like, okay, if Saigon fulfilled that purpose for me, what I kind of yearning for and what I'm yearning for at this moment is something more flexible in terms of location. Mm -hmm. I want to try downscaling the cities that I'm living in. (laughs) I mean, Saigon is amazing, but uh, the noise is starting to get to me. And I'm the type of person who enjoy a really quiet walk in nature. Yeah. And definitely and have a not Saigon. <laughs> no, not It's Saigon. one of the noisiest city in the world. <laughs> or the noisiest, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel so much more at peace when I hear the ocean, when I hear the birds uh, yeah. in uh, the morning. Uh, so <laughs> what I want to try is to live in a smaller town. Mm-hmm. Uh, in different parts of Asia, somewhere that is not a capital. So far, Saigon is the biggest city I've ever lived, and I always lived in capitals, and I want to try how it is to live in a smaller city, um, more nature-ish, and see how I would like that lifestyle. Um, So I potentially turn into a digital nomad. Yes. Yes, for a little while. Uh Uh-huh. And let's see how that goes. It's going to be interesting to see what a digital nomad post-COVID is going to look like. Yeah. With all the new tools and all the new... The mindset is a little bit different now about remote work. So maybe it's going to open you new doors. Yeah. Most likely. I think so. And and I also see that during COVID, many people realize that they don't have to be in one location. And... I believe that I'm going to meet so many like-minded people mm-hmm. along the journey. Mm. I will still going to stay in Saigon until September. And mm. then after that, uh, let's see. Mm. But yeah, with all of this happening, all of this shifting in thoughts, in business, in life. So what are your priorities right now, Moni? <laughs> Please, I want a top three. <laughs> And you have to like put a score to each other. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what are your What are your priorities in general? Well, my priorities right now is my work. Yeah. That's number one. My work, and the second is yeah, exploration. I really wanna 
explore different mm-hmm. avenues. And yeah, the third is my health. Yeah. I mean, my health should be the top priority, but now yeah. I'm too healthy. So <laughs> <laughs> I put it yeah. to the third place. And so what do you, what, what specifically, what project do you want to put some time in and energy? I want to, so now to be more concrete, I'm, I haven't taught this to even to Tracy yet, but I'm considering taking a coaching certification, which would sort of help me to work in companies. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet what I'm going to do exactly with the certificate, but I have a feeling that it's going to be a good stepping stone for something else. I'm going to focus on developing my own product online. I don't know yet what it is, but it's in progress. Uh-huh. In the meantime, I also would love to coach here and there, yeah. but that's not my focus at the moment. But I would love to hold workshops once in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, these are the ma- my main priorities. Also figuring out location. Uh, the good stuff happening. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm excited about the future. And I also thinking about transitioning back to Europe yeah. in 2023. I see. Because I realized that my friends are starting to get married, having kids, and I don't want to enjoy my friends without kids. And you, you want to enjoy your friends without kids. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sounds weird. <laughs> but trust me, when you get to this age, <laughs> you will know. Yeah, it's already game over for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm entering yeah. another realm of <laughs> single at my age. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with everything, Moni. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And Daisy, how about you? How your priorities are shifting for um, you? What are my priorities are shifting? Um, so at the moment, that, that very nice February that I had, I literally was like, okay, I know in some of the previous episodes, I was already seeing myself in Da Nang in September. Um, let's learn all the lessons from all the things that I've said for the, the previous month. So I said that I wanted to be in Da Nang. And then when February happened and I got this contract and I, it was very nice and it really brought back confidence into my work capacity and, and, and what I could do for like, you know, for small to medium sized business and all the things that I've learned through Notion, whether it's for personal life uh, and for business that could now apply them in any type of realm and for anyone. It made me feel very confident, very happy and very uh, grateful to see, you know, from 2019 where I was to again this February. So Literally, what I did is I reached out to my close network and I was like, I literally what I just did was like, hey, it seems that I'm back in business. And a few people went already like, oh, wow, I thought you were retired, Tracy. I thought you were just like a coach or you were just yeah. going to go by the beach and, and do whatever you like, you know, like you were done. Like your girlfriend, Ni, was your main focus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, it seems that I still have some things to, to give. And then through that, I had a few other contracts that which gave me more confident about like, okay, maybe this is not the time to go to Da Nang. There is still something that I need to do here in Saigon. And 
maybe the focus that I had solely on my girlfriend, I also was transitioning out of that. Yeah. Where it was like too, I wasn't wearing the right hats. And I remember having a discussion with you and Quinn back in December. And I was trying to apply all those new learnings. At the same time, going through this retransition back into work. And then my I called my old company back in Canada. And I was like, hey, it seems that I'm back to work. And then they've started again. And it, it's, it used to be a tour company. And it's still a tour company. And I have so much respect, love. You know, there's so much that happened in this company that when they were in need, I offered to come for the summer mm -hmm. to see what I could do there. All right. Um, and so I got an airplane ticket. I'm leaving in June 15th, actually, back to Canada for the whole summer. So I'm going to be there. And so literally when I knew this was going to happen, uh, it ushered a bunch of discussion that needed to have <laughs> or it it ushered kind of like the um the realization that i was coming to an end of a phase and this was the right time maybe to sit down review learn essential lessons long story short it seems that i'm going through a change of relationship status that's how i want to call it right now <laughs> okay where i'm back to single life uh we're trying uh, or i'm trying to practice healthy breakup the the funny lesson that i have out of that for everybody in the audience is it seems for me that i you don't practice relationship until you enter a relationship and you do not practice breakup <laughs> until you start a breakup so there is not very much many moments to practice it so i'm trying my best and at the same time i have to be highly highly compassionate and like highly self-aware of who i was who i am and what i can do Uh, to myself when I lose trust and when I give up on myself. Yeah. And so those are the moments where I'm like amazingly grateful. First, because a lot of the people that are part of my support system came through the podcast. Um, I have a lot of people that are through my, like I didn't know anything about having a support system back in mm -hmm. 2019. Today I can see that everything that I've initiated back then and all the practice that I had for the three years didn't make uh, the perfect job. I'm not a, I'm not a done uh, product, but it allowed me to, you know, when I'm feeling bad right now, I can text you. Yeah. I know you text me to check out on me. Nico texts me to check in on me. I just had a meeting with Dana and you <laughs> this weekend. I had a meeting with Denise, two meetings already with Denise. I have people that are waiting for me in Canada. I have my sister, um, People that I didn't even know back then, like when you don't know what a support system, you don't see people reaching out their hands, offering you something, but you need to know what you need. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's like, now my priority is to set up this system of accountability that is aware of all my growth and won't allow me to be overconfident and would be with enough accountability so I don't give up. On myself that's one of the, the, the biggest fear that I have is no matter how much I learn how to love myself and it's a process mm -hmm. if things goes bad and, and little Twacy comes back in the picture with his all of his fear of abandonment he's gonna give up hard on himself so I'm trying to talk as much as I can to him and so yeah. within this and I I, I, I I hope the audience understand the 
the importance of my emotional uh, well-being and uh, my mental health and all the effort that I've done, it came to the point where we had this discussion that I was using the podcast for my mental stability and I'm deciding to go on a break because I can see already that if I put myself pressure to release an episode, it will not be good for my mental stability. And so it's it's always this juggling act of, is this good for me at the end of the day or not? Is this work that I said I'm passionate about and I'm doing it out of pure joy and passion, is it still good for me right now? Or is it time to just, same thing for relationship, same thing for work, or is it time to call it quits or to yeah. put it on hold or to go through a transition? Yeah, any yeah. project is really like a relationship. Yeah. It requires investment, it requires yeah. time and commitment and yeah. Our relationship with the podcast been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it gave yeah. us so much. Mm-hmm. But considering what Tracy is going through, yeah. let's name it, it's a breakup. So it's, it, <laughs> it, change it, of relationship status. <laughs> change of relationship status. It involves a lot of mental and emotional capacity. Yeah. And also his business is doing quite well at the moment. Um, it's okay. <laughs> and also my yeah. priority in terms of my work kind of pushed us to revisit the priority of this podcast relationship yeah, yeah. and for the listeners you're always gonna have have to make these kind of choices in any kind of projects that you're gonna do mm-hmm. uh, forcing something that is not serving you that well anymore yeah. in the specific phase of your life creates more damage yeah. Than value, and we feel that if we would if we would keep pushing the podcast, it might it this would be not a big damage, but I would feel like we would all feel a bit pressured. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I I think also it's the time. Might as well take the time, like you know, after the break to review for me also what I want from the podcast, um, for what I want from life anyway. Like I. And I can feel, I don't know, like you've go, you're going to, to some transition. Yeah. Very obviously, everybody that I've been talking to this past few days are all going through some type of transition. So I don't know if we have someone that is in astrology or anything like this, what's <laughs> happening with Mercury, if it's retrograding <laughs> or something like this. But it seems that there is things moving uh, right now. And we're at the end of May when we're talking about it, May 27th. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. Like I feel... Like, you know, there is definitely signal. and the, Or at least for me, I take this as a test. Yeah. And so to go back to the podcast, uh, realistically, is you will not be part of the podcast anymore, Moni. No. <laughs> this is goodbye then. <laughs> You're breaking up with me too. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly. <laughs> so that, no, I'm, I'm very happy that you've, uh, you, you were part of the experience. Now, just to clarify everything, uh, we do not know. I mean, we know that Moni is not going to be here. I do not know what's going to happen with the podcast. My intention right now and all we can do is to send out intentions. I want to keep the podcast. I want to restart it in September. Maybe in a different type of format with a different type of team. One thing for sure, and I want to tell this to the audience, is I want to create another podcast with just me that would not be tied up to the name creators in Vietnam so I can like do 
the podcast itself can evolve with me yeah and uh and be more about what i want to talk about on a weekly basis than more like you know the profile of someone here in vietnam which we can continue and that's why i want to continue this but uh, definitely there is going to be something happening and i'm i'm hundred percent sure that if it's not through podcasting Moni will still create content and her content is really good. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tracy. So please follow. Keep following. Yes. Um, I might as well also going to start my own little podcast with like mm -hmm. five to ten minute snippets. Yeah. I don't know yet. Let's see. That's the beautiful thing <laughs> about, you know, learning a new tool. You know, it's like you've, there's always some good lessons or something that you can carry with you. Exactly. For later. Yeah. So I hope you're all clear now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> are taking a break. Yeah. For us, it was a very lovely ride, mm -hmm. and time to take on another adventure. Yep, yep. Yes. Yep, yep. So, all right. So um, it's not a goodbye. It's a see you again another time <laughs> in another format. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See you soon, guys. Yep. See you. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you so much for listening to Creators in Vietnam. If you like this episode, become a part of our mission to inspire others by leaving a 5-star rating and review in Apple Podcast. Also by sharing this episode with your friends on social media. This one small act can truly make a difference in someone's life. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and see you next time. <laughs>